Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, uh, the mother guys ain't got no style. We know what's up before we go down. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the fans' voice. You hit on both cows. This what the people need and what they want now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. Oh. You know it. Okay. Let's do it. We're going down. What's happening, folks? What up, Doc? It's your homie, homie, CL, and I'm back on the Rundown Sports Podcast. Gotta know that. And I'd like to thank y'all for listening. However you listening, our home is therundown.com. That's darundown.com. And this is the new voice in Atlanta sports and hip-hop. Now, you can always get this free gym every time it come out. Just head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and please, if you will, rate and review the podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. And uh, you can also find us on YouTube, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud coming pretty soon. So uh, I've been going for a minute. Not going to get into where I've been, what I've been doing. You'll see, though. Just stay tuned. Rock with the boy. Now, let's talk about today's podcast. Um, I have Dawn Belial from The Life by Dawn. Come on. Um, if you didn't know, she's a vendor at the Atlanta Falcons home game. She sells alcohol-infused cupcakes, very delicious to look at and eat. Might I add two of the best things you probably could combine together. Uh, we talk about her being an Atlanta Falcon fan and, you know, the current state of the Falcons. Then uh, I preview the upcoming game, Cleveland Browns versus Atlanta Falcons, with Dave show from the Falcoholics. And, uh... We also go into what the Falcons can do to keep this up and, you know, help Mike Smith keep his job. Seems like he might be on his way out the door, but this little win streak might be saving his life. So no more talk. I'm about that action, boss. So let's get right into the podcast. Here is Don Belay. All right, joining me today on the Rundown Sports Podcast, I have Don Belial. From Delights by Dawn. How you doing, Dawn? I'm doing fine. How you doing? Pretty good. Can't complain. Just uh, getting a little, or trying to get excited for this next Atlanta Falcons game. All right, so you in the dome uh, with your cupcakes. Tell me a little bit more about your business. Um, well, I'm an online baking business, and I do alcohol-infused cakes and cupcakes. And so um, I'm at the dome. I got a contract at the dome to sell my cupcakes. Um, during the Falcons game. So I have two carts um, at the game for all the home games. Uh, how do you get into that? Um, how did I get into the dome or how did I get into the cupcakes? Uh, either or both. both. <laughs> well, um, like I said, um, 
I started doing alcohol infused cakes years ago and um and so I've always done that. The cupcakes I just added last year. But I kind of combined them both, I guess. Not intentionally. But, you know, I'm a Falcons fan. I've been a season ticket holder for like four years. Um, was going to the games before that. Um, and I just thought it would be something cool to have at a football game. So I kind of started taking them out to tailgating because I was a big tailgater um, before, you know, I started working this past year, I, I was definitely a major tailgater. Took them out, out there. Folks loved them. Folks were like, wow, you should have these in the dome. And, you know, I just started trying to contact the right people and, and get a meeting. And um, I did it last July. Well, this July, actually. And um, they signed me on. Well, that's what's up. And just like Jalen Rose said, you got to give the people what they want. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, you know, alcohol and some cupcakes. What better can you hey, ask for? I, I have no objections to either one of those things. You know, yeah, especially uh, the way some of your cupcakes look, because I actually did look at them before we started talking, and uh, I gotta say, very tasty looking. Yeah, well, you know, I'm gonna have to make sure you get some. They, you know, you know. They truly are. I can't even sit here and not pat myself on the back. And I was not a cupcake lover before, but it's just something about the twist of the alcohol and the cupcake that just is taking it to a whole different level. You gotta know that. Now, you from Atlanta? No, I'm originally originally from New York. Came here by way of Florida, but I've been here a long time. So you you basically a uh, Commonwealth folk then. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's the story of a lot of people in Atlanta. Um, yeah, a I'm lot not, of people are transplant. Yeah, I mean, when you find someone that says I'm originally from here, that's like not the norm. So it's kind of like really because right. everybody else, you know, a lot of people came here for school or whatever and just stayed. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> most there are a lot of transplants. So you know, I'm a transplant myself, but I love Atlanta. And, you know, I've been calling it home since I got here in 87. Most definitely. I know what you're talking about because, um, I mean, I've been here probably about going on like 12 years or so. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, you can come to Atlanta and be at college and then all of a sudden be all up in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know them early 90 days, I wasn't old enough to see it, but I know it was going down over here. Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. That's still not the real deal from where it started, but that's when it got a little commercial, because I know what you're talking about. I know you're talking about Freaknik. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Oh, so you telling me that, ain't even, that, that wasn't ain't even the real Freaknik. That wasn't <laughs> even the real Freaknik. That was the out-of-control, outrageous Freaknik. I got here right when the real Freaknik, last couple years of the real Freaknik, mm. um, you know, I was glad I was able to be here to actually enjoy and know what the real freak Nick was like, because that was great. Yeah, I remember they tried to bring it back a couple years ago, and I'm like, it's nah. not going to happen. It's, it's nah. over with. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's done. Sorry. Sorry, new generation can't do it like that. Yeah, it's just too much commerce. Like, back then, I don't think it was as much business going on in Atlanta. It wasn't. It was no business. It wasn't selling T-shirts. It wasn't. It was nothing like that. You know, the real Freaknik was specifically targeted to certain um, HBCU schools, and it was given by, you know, we had different state clubs. It was given by the D.C. 
Metro Club, and no one knew what park it was going to be at till maybe like a week before. Mm. And, it, you know, local folk didn't know. It was just for those of us that went to school, it was Howard Hampton Clark, the AU Center, Morehouse Spellman, Morris Brown. Um, and it was great. And we would just find a big old park, DJ out there. People were bringing their little grills, had your liquor, just partied all day. It was great. That was That was a great look. Yeah, no fighting, no nothing. Mm, so everybody just having a good time. Yep. That was such. Maybe we should kind of had some of them cupcakes back then. I know, right? Probably <laughs> been killing them. <laughs> yeah. It would have been. Let's, let's talk about the Falcons a little bit. Okay. And, um, since you are at the Dome, you know, you're going to be there a total of eight times when the season is over with. Uh, what? What you think about the Falcons right now in the current state they're in? <sighs> my Falcons, my Falcons. I know it's a little sad, but you it, know, it's y'all back in first place. So, you... But, yeah, I mean, and I'm going to take it however we can get it, but it shouldn't be like that. I should – it should be where I feel like we're a damn good team and we got it because we're a good team. But I can't really even say that. You know, the last time, again – you know, the last time that was really some hype and they really did well, even though, you know, they keep you on the edge of your seat. That's one thing I would say about that, which is a good thing and sometimes it can be a bad thing, but the games are very interesting because you never know with them, which is why I never leave a game early at a thousand <laughs> game because it could turn around and I have done that and it has turned around in the last two minutes. I honestly thought that with the bad season that we had last year, that it would have been, they would have been motivated enough to be like, we don't show these mofos that we're a good team. <laughs> and that just does not seem to be what's going on. I just don't feel, I don't feel the hunger or the motivation. I just, I don't, I just, I don't get that feel from them. Mm-hmm. And I know that Mike Smith, when he first came, he did a lot for the Falcons back then. We got to the playoffs, what was that, two, three years ago, which was one of the most exciting seasons I ever been to. And that's cool and everything, but they just can't either get there again or when they get there, they just can't seem to get where we need them to get, which is at least in a bowl. Hell, I ain't asking that they win. I'm just asking that they at least get there once. And I just think that, you know, I, I honestly, as much as I like Mike Smith, I think that the whole coaching, that whole coaching staff need to be revamped. I'm sorry. I think they need to get rid of GM, they, Mike Smith, the offense. I mean, the defense. Oh, my God. Ugh. First of all, you work on defense. <laughs> I don't know what them boys doing out there, but they just present to me to be lazy. Mm. I mean, I, that's all mm. I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. They're just lazy. I'm like, what the hell is that? You're trying to grab somebody, tackle some damn body, and I'm a woman. And I don't profess to know a lot about <laughs> football just because I go to the games, but I see what I see. And, you know, and although they love Matt Ryan's butt, he's inconsistent. He's very in, he's not a consistent quarterback. Oh, um, I might have to disagree with that one. Because uh, now he might not be the most spectacular quarterback. I'm not talking spectacular. But he is the definition of consistent because you're going to win half the games he start and lose half the games he start. 
because the whole team is 50-50 to begin with. I will say this. This year, okay, I think I've been a little bit more impressed, and he's been doing a little bit more this season, although we're sucking. He's been doing a little bit more than the last couple seasons. The last couple seasons, he was scary. You know, like all this running that I, he's been doing, like he wasn't doing that before. <laughs> and so yeah, I think he has improved, but you really can't see it because it's like he's improved and then the team, you know, has gotten worse. You know, the other players just ain't doing their jobs or whatever, right. you know. Julio dropping damn balls, ain't, you know, making catches, you know, folks here getting hurt. Defense, I can't even name anybody on defense. It's never a good it's, look when uh, it's, it's it's just it's really pitiful, and you know you have us folks like me and I debate all the time. We have other people who are Falcons fans, and we are loyal. We're gonna say what's right. I mean, it is what it is. If they mm-hmm. suck, they suck. But I'm not saying I'm not gonna support them because I love my Falcons. I'm gonna continue to support them. But those of us that are, have been loyal fans to the end, we're tired of getting disappointed. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were sounding kind of like somebody's mama for a minute there. I was. Cause I you, mama, so maybe that's why. Yeah, you was, you you sound like you wanted to just go out in the field and be like, boy, if you don't get out that, there and tackle somebody, what's wrong? That, that's how I feel when I'm at the game and I see them not doing what they're supposed to do. Like you might, you might well pull somebody ear while you ain't. You know, it's like that's exactly what I want to do. It's like <laughs> I want to go out there and punch one of them in the chest and say, what the hell was that? You know? <sighs> I have I got a few Saints fans around me, and uh, oh, make sure that any Falcon fan that's around me knows that they look soft on the film. But that 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 game is coming up in a few weeks. I'm gonna do something real big for that. I'm not gonna tell nobody what it is, but I have something planned for that game. Yeah, I I really wanted to try and go to that game, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to make that one. So. Yeah, I, I might have to skip on that one too, but. Everybody just watch out for that. <laughs> now, uh, okay. let's keep it moving a little bit. Um, who's your all-time favorite Falcon? I would have to say when I think about when I first started really getting into fo- professional football and actually paying attention to it, I would have to say Jamal Anderson. When I think Falcon, and it could be because he did that dirty bird dance and got the dirty bird pay. I, I, you know, maybe because of his spark or whatever he, you know, brought to the game is what caused me to start watching it. But I'd have to say Jamal Anderson. I'd say Jamal Anderson. I, I can see that because Jamal was very charismatic. You know, yeah. he, he made people pay attention. And like you said, the dirty bird dance was real big when he was hot mm-hmm. because everybody was doing it. If you scored yeah. a touchdown in your backyard, you were doing the yeah. dirty bird. <laughs> you know. And there's not there's not really anybody I can really say right now on that team that has that kind of charisma. Um I hate to say show it. Like I mean, Matt Ryan. Huh? I said the show like Matt Ryan. That boy born his paint drying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but there's not a fact charisma. They need someone that's got that can actually motivate mm-hmm. you know some of these on the team though you know want it more seem like they want it like how we want them to want it well you know some people like to go to work and some people actually work 
So we're gonna see. You know, they're gonna make their decisions at the end of the year and we're gonna figure out who they feel like was working yeah. hard and who's not. So Right. But I just hope that Sunday I mean, I'm looking forward. It's been a month. I'm ready to get back in the dome. I know besides the Falcon fans, Delight Spadon have her own fans, and I know they've seen them for them cupcakes. But I would love to be there with the cupcakes, and we win at home and kind of keep it rolling, keep it going. So, you know, I, I hope that with, the, with them winning the last two games, they'll come home and not want to disappoint us and come home and lose in our own dome. So, you know... I, I hope they can keep it going. I hope that they work extra hard. And, um, you know, we got it. We got the one. I don't care. We got it. You know. We're going to see. I'm, I'm, now, I'm, I'm a little concerned uh, about Josh Gordon coming back. But I'm going to talk about that with uh, Dave Schultz, who's coming on next. Um, now, before I get you up out of here, because we're running mm-hmm. a little short on time, uh, what's your favorite flavor? Of the cupcakes, uh, or the one everybody should be going to get when they come see you Sunday. Okay, it changes because you know I develop these new flavors. So okay, there are four flavors I offer at the dome. Now I'm an online business, been an online business, and I have way more flavors online. But the ones that I sell at the dome is the chocolate cherry bourbon. The red velvet, the chocolate cherry bourbon has bur- cherry bourbon in it. The red velvet is red velvet cupcake with chocolate vodka. And then there's a strawberry colada with strawberry colada vodka and a key lime margarita, which has tequila in it. Oh. The biggest seller at the Dome that sells out, like, quickly is the um, red velvet. Yeah, I can see that. that. Sells out. The guys love that one or they love the chocolate because for some reason chocolate cake holds liquor a lot more than yellow cake or white cake so it's stronger in a chocolate cake so that's mm. one of my stronger cupcakes is a chocolate cherry bourbon um, and uh, of course those has somewhat been my favorite. I'm a chocolate person so I like chocolate but my all time each of sell those four but I've had labor of the game to introduce people to other flavors that I have on the website. Um, so I have four flavors that are regular and then one that's special for the game. My flavor of the game for this game, because it's kind of Thanksgiving-ish, is um, a Bailey Spice Cupcake. And that's mm. now my all-time favorite. And it's a, it's a spice cupcake with Bailey's liqueur in it. It's a nutmeg-flavored buttercream frosted and salted caramel drizzle on top. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So that's now my all-time favorite. That's my all-time favorite cupcake. So I'm offering that as the flavor of the game on this Sunday. Um, for game. And, you know, I might do a little something special, you know, something like maybe for customers. Customers to each of my cards, I have two, will get one of those free. You know, so I think I might oh. do a little promo. Yeah. Okay. So y'all hear that? Uh, if you at the game on Sunday, you run up on uh, the lights by dawn. You might have a free cupcake if you're early. Yep, early section one hundred two and section one twenty two are where the carts are at. Gotta know that. Now, uh, where can the people find you at online and uh, how to get in touch with you? Okay. Um, my website is www. 
www.delightsbydawn.com. Um, I'm on Facebook as Delights by Dawn, and I post a lot of stuff on Facebook, even more than on the website, specials, contests. Instagram as Delights by Dawn. Twitter as Delights by Dawn. And I even have a, a Pinterest board as Delights by Dawn. And, um, you know, then I'll, you can always give me a call at 678-852-0627. All right, I'd like to thank Don Bilal from The Lights by Don for stopping by, kicking it with the Rundown Sports Podcast. Got to know. And as you heard, if you early, when you at the game, find her in one of her two locations, you can get a piece of that Bailey's Cream deliciousness that she was describing right there on the tail end. Now, well, up next, we got Dave Schultz from The Falcoholic. Let's get it. All right, back again on the Rundown Sports Podcast. I got the home Dave Show from the Falcoholic. What's going on, Dave? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, man, anytime, man. I, I just appreciate you taking this little bit of time that you have for me just to come on the podcast. Hey, I love doing it. It's a good time, especially, uh, you know, this season when the NFC South is such a mess. It's fun to talk to a Saints fan. Okay, I see you. <laughs> So uh, let's just start right there since you brought it up. So uh, four and six and on top of the division, how you feeling right now? You know, I, I could be feeling better about it. I'm, I'm not feeling like uh, it's going to last, but, uh, you know, it's still – I never thought they'd be here again this season. So, you know, enjoying it while I can. You, you say like bittersweet? Yeah, I, I definitely say bittersweet. You got to be feeling uh, – feeling the same way you know you guys are basically right there but still four and six that's all right though because um just like seattle with that seven nine season getting the home game uh i'm looking <clears throat> i was hoping that the saints would go ahead win the division at like seven and nine and host the seattle seahawks in the dome oh that'd be amazing that would be absolutely <laughs> awesome because i i didn't think that new orleans should have been going up to seattle that year and I think it made all the difference. Yeah, I hear you. I do. Well, let, let's talk about these Falcons since, you know, that's that's your team. And um, with the, the fact that they on top of the division, do you think that's going to give them a lot of momentum in this game versus Cleveland? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's tough because you watched them against the Panthers last week, and they still didn't look like they were playing with a ton of urgency, even though – I mean, the season's on the line um, every time they're out there. So that was kind of yeah. weird. Hey, but at the same time, you know, this is this is a not-too-bad matchup for them. They're home for the first time in, like, 42 days or something crazy like that. So, yeah, I think they'll uh, I think they'll play pretty well. I think they'll be pretty motivated for this one. Okay. Uh, now, you got a couple playmakers back on both sides. You got Wilmo coming back for the Falcons after about, what, five or six weeks. And uh, then you got Josh Gordon coming back. Now, Josh Gordon is a freak. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that everybody out there in Falcon land has been hoping that he's been talking that Kush the whole time he's been off. Um, <laughs> but I don't even think that matters. So is there any chance that, that uh, with Wilmo being back there, y'all could, y'all could get a hold of Josh Gordon and really lock him down? Well, unfortunately, uh William Morris coming back next. He's back in practice this week, but he's not going to be back on the field till the Cardinals game. So that's okay. That's a hit. Um, 
but you know he is back in practice which is good it means he's 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 coming but uh you know for the falcons it, it boils down to you gotta you gotta hope Trufant can contain josh gordon and if he can't then no one on that team can and he's just gonna run wild um but Trufant's the best shot they got and i think they're gonna they're gonna use him to shadow gordon around the field and you know, I'm nervous about it. Um, I think Trufant's one of the best corners in the league. I think I think he does a great job, but uh, Josh Gordon's on on a whole other level. So it's just a question of, you know, is this guy ready? Is is he going to play most of the snaps, and and how's he going to do? And if he's Josh Gordon from last year, the Falcons are probably in trouble. Well, I'm I'm almost counting on him being a little bit rusty. So I don't think he might he he won't go off for you know two hundred yards or anything, but I think it, <clears throat> I think it will be a real challenge for that secondary, um, especially since the run defense isn't that strong, and that's kind of what the the Cleveland Browns are predicated on. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, and I think that's that's something you know Cleveland's run defense isn't very good either, but uh, you know the Falcons' run game unless they get Freeman going, isn't as good. I mean, those two backs in Cleveland, uh, Crowell and, uh, and uh, West. Oh, sorry. yeah. They just kept Ben Tate. Yeah, they did. But those two guys, you know, they're both rookies. They're both pretty good. So, you know, that's something that you got to look out for, too. I mean, I don't I don't worry as much about Hoyer as a quarterback. I don't worry about their other receivers. But, you know, you get those two running backs going, you get Gordon going, and that's trouble. Why you ain't scared of, uh, of Brian Hoyer? He been he been doing his thing lately. He even beat the Saints. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, he's good, but he's not great. And, and so you know, when you got Josh Gordon and you got those those two running backs, you know, you gotta you gotta prioritize who you're worried about. And um, the the thing with Hoyer is gonna be how much time is he gonna have behind that line? And if he's got plenty of time, yeah, he'll he'll do good work. Okay, well, uh, let, let's talk about. The Falcons on offense, as we, we brought it up, uh, can Julio get loose? Joe Hayden is over there ready to lock him down. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd usually say yes, but it's been, uh, you know, you kind of can't deny it, you know, for the first few weeks that I was seeing it happening, I was saying, well, you know, he's still Julio Jones, but yeah, he, he hasn't quite looked like himself um, the last few weeks, and so Hayden's a tough matchup uh, to go against, uh, you know, with Julio, you can get loose at any time. He can he can have a big play or two, but you know I, I don't think he's gonna, you know, turn back into himself this week against the Browns. That's a tough matchup. Excuse me. Uh, I don't really think Julio gonna be able to do anything to be honest with you, because uh, for one, he's not the best route runner. You know, I, I've seen him just kind of use his physical talents to you know, get some results. So mm-hmm. when you playing somebody like Joe Hayden, who is real technically sound, you really going to have to bring it if you're going to get open. So yeah. I'm going to keep my eye on that matchup. That's probably the one thing I'm definitely going to be looking at the whole game. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, on the two game winning streak, correct? Yes. Yeah. So finally, so with this one, uh, would you say the Falcons would officially be on the road to saving Mike Smith's job? Uh, it's a tough one. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where if we were we were sitting here talking and uh, you know they had squeaked out that Lions game, um, 
you know, and they're sitting there at five and five, I'd say, yeah, definitely. You know, th- that'd be a three game win streak. They'd be back to 500. They'd have a, a game and a half basically lead on the division. But, you know, at four and six, you know, just hanging there with the schedule coming up. I don't know. I, I think they're going to have to win a lot more to, to save his job. I think they're heading the right direction, but it's going to take, you know, it's going to take winning the division. It's going to probably take winning a playoff game or two to, to keep him around. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's probably a little early to start saying that, but yeah, they, I mean, compared to where they were before, yeah, they're on the right path. Okay. I, I still don't think uh, Mike Smith might be that guy when it comes to being a head coach. But he, he's capable, you know. He's not like yeah. Steve Spurrier where you're getting somebody who's overwhelmed. The, the dude can coach the team. Um, but, you know, as we discussed previously, it, it might be time for Dimitrov to go. And if Dimitrov goes, so will the coach because the new guy's going to come in and he's going to want his guy in there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the number one thing. You hire a big enough name coach. Um uh, who wants some input into personnel, then, yeah, I don't think the front office survives either. So, you know, it could, could very well be a, a house cleaning when you come to the end of the season. Well, we're going to see about it. Um, now, before you get out of here, I know you got to run. Uh, anything else notable in the NFL that you got your eye on? Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, it's it's not really notable, I guess, but, the you know, the Raiders winning last night and mm-hmm. seeing uh, – Khalil Mack and, and C.O. Moore, you know, <laughs> celebrating in the middle of the play. That was the best thing I've seen in a while. That that made me laugh pretty good. But, you know, it's uh, it, it's to me, it's interesting. This season feels like there's been a lot of parody. You know, we, we always talk about that. It's like, you know, NFL evens out and all that. But, um, you know, there, there doesn't look to be any great teams. I mean, the Patriots are rolling right now. Maybe they're it. But nobody's standing out really to me yeah and it kind of boils down to the teams that really have a shot they got a good quarterback so yes you know you, you start running through the the i guess you could probably say like the 10 teams you probably could see and they all got a, a, a the type of quarterback that could get hot and really carry their team and like you said you know with the patriots uh Tom Brady and and uh, Bill Belichick, they're prepared. Um, oh yeah, and the same goes for like you know Broncos, um, shit, what's it, Arizona, you know, all these teams have great coaching, and you know besides Arizona and um, Philadelphia, you know you pretty you pretty much got got all top quarterbacks at the, on the top of the league, so. Uh, I don't know, man. What's what's the fact that you think that's going to cause some real separation? Yeah, you know, I think it's just going to shake out in the last few weeks. I think teams that teams that aren't really ready to hang in, um, you know, I'm seeing a fair number of teams that have tough schedules at the end of this. You know, the the Falcons are one of them. You know, you gotta you gotta go play Arizona. You gotta go to Green Bay. Ooh. Yeah, at the end of the year, I mean. So that's that's going to be the number one thing for me is it's going to be these teams that have been feasting on cupcake schedules that have been a little bit lucky with the injury luck. That kind of stuff tends to even out. Um, and so I think you'll see a couple of teams that 
have hung in and you know the Falcons might be one of them as much as I hate to admit that but you know uh you could see a couple of those teams trending back down okay uh, besides the Falcons is anyone that's particularly fraudulent you know I hate to say it because every year I, I really think they're going to turn a corner but you know the Bengals are hanging in there but they just there's nothing about them that that inspires me and makes me say, you know, they're they're going to go on a run. They're, they've got too much talent to be as kind of mediocre as they are, and I, I think that, you know, probably that should even out. But I, I got them, I got them coming back down to earth in the second half, and and maybe that's going to be the the thing that gets Marvin Lewis fired. I don't know. All right, shout out to that boy Dave Show coming through once again on the Rundown Sports. Y'all go find him at thefalcoholic.com. And now we have a little bit of, to say at the end, but it was nothing that was going to change the world, so y'all ain't going to miss nothing. But thank y'all all once again for coming through, kicking it with your boy, getting loose with me. And, uh, man, y'all going to be at the game on Sunday. Why don't y'all come find me? You know, I'll shout you out on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want me to. And uh, I don't know. Try to hook them up. You know, I'm going to figure something out, man. But, yeah, you see me at your boy, man. Shout me out. At The Rundown Sports on Twitter. And I am at CL The Main Event on Twitter. And this is The Rundown Sports Podcast. And I'm out to you. Peace.